The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. What about you? It's another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you all? Welcome. We are the show for the piping folks. So if bagpipes are your thing, you're through to the right place. Because that's what we'd love to talk about, all about bagpipes. So, yeah, this week's show was no different. So, hello, first of all, to all of our new listeners. Hi. And I keep saying this with each podcast, but yeah, we keep getting new guys who are tuning in and like emailing the show and going, Oh my God, I didn't know this existed. So, hello. <laughs> Everyone, first of all, thank you all for your kind messages saying you've just discovered the podcast. It's amazing to have you along. Well, what did you think of last week's podcast? Hey, we finally started it. Episode one of the learning journey dropped. Now, if you haven't caught last week's podcast, uh, go now. Go and check it out. It's kind of awesome. Uh, Yeah, we get chatting to Andrew Douglas of the Piper's Dojo. And it was Pretty incredible. So I have to say again, thank you to Andrew. It was awesome chatting to him and just finding out everything that he gets up to over there at the Piper's Dojo. Really interesting conversation has started now on the learning journey. And yeah, I know we start each and every podcast normally with some listener mail. But all of the listener mail that we've got in this past week or two uh, has been all about our specialist podcasts that we've released being on bass drumming and on the learning journey. So, hey, thank you, everyone. I think you've all pretty much, the positive feedback has been incredible. I think you've all really enjoyed this last couple of podcasts. So don't worry, bass drumming part two is just around the corner. Almost finished it. And the learning journey part two is in the works. So the conversation will continue. If you guys have enjoyed anything you've heard on the podcast at all over this last few weeks, especially the specialist ones, you know, to do with bass drumming and learning and stuff, email us in, please. We do want to hear your own individual story and we will bring it to the podcast. So that email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail. Definitely get in contact with us, please. We would love to hear from you. We have already heard quite a good number of stories internationally, I should say. Not just local here to Northern Ireland, where I'm from. But that's what I want to hear. I want to hear international stories. You know, I want to hear how you guys in South Africa decided, you know, I'm going to lift a practice chatter. Do you know what I mean? And that's what fascinates me. How international our little hobby is. You know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely get in contact with the show. We'd love to hear from you. Now, before we get into the piping news, time to give a shout out to our wonderful patrons. And, yeah, as always, thehouseofpiping.com, lonestarpiper.com and Brandon Breno. You guys are awesome! I have to say, a number of people actually have asked how do I support the show and, you know, how can we, like, uh, you know, help you get more streams and maybe better quality. There you go. That's how you do it. I keep saying it each week. And I don't really want to go for the hard sell. All I want to really do is just kind of direct you in that direction. (laughs) Head to our Patreon page and it tells you. You get various little perks as well. If you do decide to support the show, and believe me, every single donation that we receive is being poured back into the show. And yeah, hopefully we'll up our quality, up our content, all of that sort of stuff. We'll definitely support everything that we do here in the show. All of us here in the team really appreciate it, so thank you very much. So check that out, Big Grab Show on Patreon, and go and click that support button. It means a lot. Right, you guys have tuned in specifically to get caught up on your piping news, because there wasn't any piping news on last week's podcast. I actually got a couple of complaints, actually, saying, Oh, Rob, come on, the Glymphitic was on, and you didn't get a chance to talk about it. Well, let's talk about it now, will we? 
Yeah, let's get caught up. So on the 28th of October, of course, was the 44th Glenfiddich. Can you believe it? We've been 44 years. There you go. So yeah, the Glenfiddich Championship happened. And in case you've been living in a cave somewhere, you're going to know what the results were. But let's look at the field again. Just to remind ourselves who was in the competitive field that day. We had Callum Beaumont, Glenn Brown, Cameron Drummond, Alistair Henderson, Jack Lee, Angus McCall, Ian K. McDonald, Roddy McLeod, Ian Spears and Craig Sutherland. So not a bad lineup there at all. Right, on to the results. The all-important results, starting with the MSR. First place, Roddy McLeod. Second was Jack Lee. Third was Alistair Henderson. So not a bad showing there in the MSR. Now, on to Peabrook. First place, Jack Lee. Second place, Angus McCall. And third place, Ian Spears. So, if you've been doing your sums, yeah, you've guessed it. The overall winner of the 44th Glenfiddich Championships was Mr. Jack Lee. Now, for those of you like me who was watching it all on the live stream... First of all, I have to take my hat off to the guys at Inner Ear who produced the live stream at the Glenfiddich this year. They done an incredible job. And to be honest, they were battling against some of the worst possible internet connection issues that <laughs> that is ever possible. So I completely identify with where they're coming from. I've experienced these difficulties myself and but they persevered and they got through and finally got a really good strong connection. And the quality was outstanding. The sound and the, the picture quality it was just amazing. So, guys at Inner Ear, thank you so much for your live stream. It was absolutely incredible. And for all of us at home who didn't get to Blair Castle, we got to experience it ourselves. Possibly in the best seat of the house. So, yeah, it was amazing. And the interview with Jack Lee has to be now the stuff of legend. If anybody actually managed to catch this on the live stream as it happened, oh man, it was incredible. Jack Lee was announced the overall winner. Now, to say, whenever he lifted his second place in the MSR, he was chuffed. He was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Went up and lifted his second place trophy. Then the first place in the Peabrook, and he's like, oh my word, Oh my word. And you could just you see his face. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think to say the very least, Jack was emotional. A little bit emotional. Uh, yeah, he was interviewed after all the prizes were given out and everything. And he was brought on stage to say a few words. And like he couldn't talk. I felt so sorry for him. He was so choked up and so caught in the moment that he was overwhelmed. And he was nearly... Nearly a blubbering mess. <laughs> he was so happy and it was just so emotional for him. And if anything, for us as Piping fans to witness that, that in itself is incredible. Because it shows you how something like, what it means to them. Do you know what I mean? Like for such a Piping legend that is Jack Lee. We all know who Jack Lee is. But for him to win such a prestigious prize like this and for it to still mean so much... After everything that he's achieved already in his piping career, you know, that just displays it right there. You know, that's the drive that it takes to achieve. And here he is on top of the piping pile, as if you want. So there you go. Congratulations to Jack. I think, yeah, not a dry eye in the house, my friend. Once you were being interviewed on stage, I think everyone was kind of nearly crying along with you, Jack. It was incredible. So congratulations. And to everyone else at the Glymphatic, I think... Overall, the event itself was really well run. Um, I don't think there was much slippage in time or anything. Um, so, yeah, an amazing event. And I can't wait now for the 45th next year. Even that, That's even good coming from me because I'm a drummer. Do you know what I mean? And even I can appreciate how amazing the Glenfiddich is. Anyway, but that was back in October 28th. So we're getting caught up now. A little shout out I have to get on this week's podcast. I do know I've mentioned this already. But I'll give it another plug anyway. Tamla Acrylic Pipe Band here in Northern Ireland are running a car wash. <laughs> yeah, Saturday the 11th of November at Tamla Acrylic Band Hall. They're running a car wash. 10am to half 3 in the afternoon. They're washing cars. And all proceeds go towards the band for the incoming season. So there you go. Tamla Acrylic Pipe Band doing a little bit of fundraising. 
Now, also to on the topic of solo piping, let's talk about the Scottish Piping Society of London, which held its 78th annual solo piping competition there in Kensington Conference Centre. There you go, on the 4th of November, so not too long ago. So, Roddy McLeod, the legend that is, just after competing at the Glenfiddich, here he is at the, <laughs> the London Society, and he won the Brat Gorm for Peabrook for the 8th time. So that's 8 times he's lifted this title. So Roddy again just on form. So congratulations Roddy lifting the title again for Peabrook. Unbelievable. And also to Bruce Gandy from Nova Scotia of course. He lifted the overall title. So not a bad outing for Bruce as well. So congratulations Bruce Gandy. And if anything bodes well for that event itself too. Because I think by all accounts... It was extremely well attended. I believe they were turning people away on the day. Um, So, yeah, bodes well for piping there in the London Society. So, awesome event, 78th event. uh, Yeah, 78th annual event. So I'm looking forward now to the 79th. Yeah. Now, I've already plugged this before, but it's my podcast, and I'll plug it if I want. A shout out to Blairy and District Pipe Amp, who are currently selling tickets for their upcoming event, Ensemble. Yes, this is coming January next year, the 27th of January to be on, to be fair. And the Canal Court in Newry, doors open at half seven, and tickets are available through Blairy and District Pipe Amp on their social media. Acts include Callum Bowman, who was at the Glenfiddich there, uh, Scott Wallace, of course, Mr. Eric Ward, the legend! Yep, and Mr. Jordan Bailey, of course, from Inverary. So the music to follow then, of course, by Stonewall, his local folk band, and that'll be going into the wee hours. I would rest assured you'll be there for the wee hours. And the whole thing will be hosted by me. Yeah, I'll be on stage with the microphone, introducing everybody and having a bit of a laugh along the way. So, there we go. Blairian District Ensemble, 27th of January. If you're interested and you do want to go, Contact Bulgarian District Band through their Facebook page and they will hook you up with some tickets. There you go. Now, I have to give a shout to a member of the Big Rab Show team. Yeah, this happened not too long ago actually. There was a radio show here in Northern Ireland called A Kissed O Words. That's K-I-S-T-O Words. Yeah. (laughs) It was on BBC Radio Ulster Northern Ireland. And this guy... His name is Andrew Shilliday. I've talked about him here on the podcast many times before. For those of you who've watched any of our live streams here coming from Northern Ireland, they have been provided by Andrew. Andrew works as part of the Big Rab Show team and, yeah, is a piper and drummer of note. Now, for those of you who know Andrew Shilliday personally, you will know that he has battled with a debilitating disease which has resulted in him losing some of his limbs. In fact, he's lost most of his fingers on both hands and lost... Anyway, this radio show, A Kiss the Words, interviewed Mr. Andrew Shilliday and it was awesome. Andrew, of course, is a drummer with Tully Lag and Pipe Band at the moment, as you know, current World Drum Corps champions. So, yeah, it you know, talks all to, to Andrew all about his piping history, how he got involved in everything in the piping world, and also how he now has found a way to make music despite his debilitating debilitating illness. So it's awesome to see and well to hear as well. It's just incredible to hear a story. So Andrew from the Big Rab Show team was on BBC Radio Ulster on this show, Kiss the Words. I would urge you to go and check it out. We have shared out the link, of course, on the Rab Show Facebook page. And, uh, yeah, it's incredible. I would urge you to go and check it out. It's good to hear Andrew's story. Right. Dougie. Yes, Dougie McKence of the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Er, Dougie of the Chili Pipers. Yeah, he is going to finally release his solo album. Now, we seem to have announced this I don't know, it feels like years ago now. (laughs) But yeah, his first solo album entitled Composed is now ready for pre-order. So yeah, for those of you who are a fan of the Red Hot Chili Pipers, definitely go and check this out. But even if you're not, I would urge you to check it out anyway. Go and check them out. DougieThePiper.com is the website address. Definitely get yourself along there. The album is there on the website, available for pre-order now. And you can also go and check out a special preview track on the website. Plus, he has it on YouTube and all social media and stuff called Kingston Road. Now, the video for this in itself is worth watching. But the performance that Dougie 
just pulls out the bag and just makes it look effortless. It's just incredible. You should really go and check this out. So you've heard it from me first. If you have a piper or a drummer in your life and you're thinking, I might buy them a wee CD for Christmas or something, boom, there you go. Get this one. Trust me, you have my recommendation. DougieThePiper.com. Go and get it pre-ordered now. Okay, it's entitled Composed. Go and check out that preview track. It's called Kingston Road. It's his own personal composition, of course. So, but yeah, go and check it out, all right? Even go and pause the podcast now. I don't mind, honestly, as long as you come back. But go and check that out from Doogie. Trust me, it's a clinker. Now, on to some recruitment news. Buck and Peterson pipe band that we all know very well, actually. They have posted an advertisement but a pretty specific advertisement. They're looking for an experienced tenor drummer. Now, not just a learner or a beginner or someone that mm, maybe half knows what they're doing. No, they need someone with a lot of experience in the tenor work to come and join their existing tenor core to hopefully take them places next year. So, yeah, if you are an experienced tenor drummer, regardless of where you live, of course, internationally, it doesn't care, now it doesn't matter, um, yeah, if you are interested in taking up the challenge with Buck and Peterson Pipe Band, they want to hear from you. Contact Peter Carter via the band email. That's buckinpipeband at btinternet.com. Or, again, through their social media. They want to hear from experienced tenor drummers who are up for the challenge. So that, yeah, that is... Hmm... It's interesting because this is now November and to still be in recruitment mode, it's a bit of a gamble for most pipe bands to be honest because normally around November, December time, it's when yeah sets and everything start to get locked down. You know, they're no longer in a state of flux. It, normally it's around this time of year where decisions start getting made. This is what this is. This is how it's going to happen. This is how it sounds. You know, learn it. So yeah, to still be in recruitment mode, yeah, so perhaps they're 100% correct there with asking for an experienced drummer so they can just step into the role rather than having to teach someone from scratch, I suppose. But there you go, Buck and Peterson Pipe Band looking for an experienced tenor. Okay, let's talk about ourselves here on the Big Rap Show uh, for a little while, just to be completely selfish. Now, I haven't really spoke about this much on our social media but we spoke about it last night on our live show on Fuse FM and we got quite a reaction to it. The Big Rab Show is launching a Christmas giveaway. Christmas! Free stuff! Yeah, we're giving away a whole bunch of gifts and it basically is gifts. And what I want to do, first of all, is hold an open invitation for all suppliers, all manufacturers to get in contact with the show and donate a prize. Now, all you'll really get in return, I have to say, is pretty much a good plug on the show. And a big thank you from all of us to say thank you to this particular supplier for donating this prize. They're awesome. Now, we have quite a list of prizes, to be honest. Whenever I first started this, I thought "Mm, we might get maybe one or two that might want to donate some little thing like a key ring or maybe even, I don't know, (laughs) maybe a baseball cap or something. But to be honest, I have been overwhelmed by the sheer generosity of the pipe band world. And so many people have gotten in contact now that it's looking like we might not have one giveaway. We might have even two or three because they're just so many prizes. So, yeah. The Christmas box. The Big Rab Show Christmas box is what we're calling it. So, if you are a pipe band supplier, manufacturer of bagpipes or anything like that, please do get in contact with the show before the end of next week. So that's up to, what, the 19th, I think, of November uh, is when we're closing the doors for donations. And then after that, we're going to start running our giveaway. And basically all we will do is the usual kind of like and share and tag kind of thing and all of that. And then we will finally announce the winner live on the show and they will get all the goodies. So there you go. Yeah, please do get in contact with us here on the show. We have many different points of contact. Of course, we have Twitter, we have the Facebook as well, plus the email address. At our big rab show at gmail.com. We want to hear from you guys. Now, trust me, you won't be alone. We have already had quite a number of donations. I don't want to start listing them just yet because I want to keep them kind of quiet. 
But trust me, uh, some of these prizes are awesome. So <laughs> I want them myself. I don't want to give them away. I want them. But yeah, I have to. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Big Rab Show Christmas box. That's all in front of us. That's going to be a lot of fun, actually. Okay. Also, <clears throat> let's talk about a little documentary that's going to hit Northern Irish TV screens. Uh, yeah, soon. Monday the 20th, actually. Yeah, so a documentary entitled Rafo to the Red Square is going to be airing on BBC Northern Ireland television uh, at 20 to 11, if you're interested, on Monday the 20th of November. So, this will follow Rafo and District Pipe Band on their road to Russia, as they are there to take part in their tattoo. It follows two members of the band, specifically Chloe and Robin Freen, as they prepare for the experience of a lifetime. Now, that's according to the, the press release. Now... I think by all accounts, Rafo and District Pipe Band, they, they were involved mostly in this tattoo and it was just incredible. Looking at the photographs and stuff you know, posted by some of the members of the band, plus some of the video footage I've seen as well, this Russian tattoo from Red Square is just incredible. I cannot believe just how huge it is. So I can't wait to watch this documentary actually following these two guys from the band all the way to Russia to take part in the tattoo. It'll be really interesting. So that's on BBC Northern Ireland Television, BBC One at 20 to 11 on Monday the 20th of November, depending on when you're listening to this of course. You can also check it out on the iPlayer as well. You know, if you're listening to this after the fact, I'm sure you can be able to watch it on the iPlayer. Hopefully, wherever you may be. Okay. Let's talk about the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. Yeah, they these guys never cease being interesting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, what are they at now? Well, they're going to be bringing a bit of a... Yeah, the only way to describe it is a summer camp. They're bringing young members, pipers and drummers, to the southwest of Scotland to conduct a piping and drummer... Piping and drumming, sorry, summer camp. Yeah, that's... It's probably the only way to describe it. It'll be the first time the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland have held such an event uh, in the southwest of Scotland. So the programme is due, due to run from Friday evening all the way through to late Sunday. So it's kind of an experimental kind of thing. Uh, but I dare say that'll be really popular. So you'll see senior members of the band and they'll be there to teach along with collaborative from the young members of the band, including drummers as well, aged between 12 and 25 years old. So during the camp, what can you expect? Students will be able to learn new music, attend workshops on tuning, bandmanship and theory and different stuff. And most importantly, you'll get to hang out with other young pipers and drummers in the area. So, hey, it's a win-win. So, of course, then on the final day of the workshop itself, there'll be a small concert by the students themselves and a brief recital by members of the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland Band as well. So, for more information on the band, definitely get yourself a lot. Just Google it, very simply, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. But here's your dates. The 12th and 14th of January, 2018. Now, why they call it a summer camp, I've no idea. But, hey, there you go. It's on the 12th and 14th of January. <laughs> yeah, and that's in Abernathy. So there you go, in sunny Scotlando. That's going to be awesome. So cost, you can actually go for a residential uh, version of it. You can get, it's 120 quid residential, uh, £60 for beginners residential. So if you're a total beginner, there you go. Also, there's non-residential at 70 quid. And da, 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 da. All the full details are all up on the, the Piping Centre website. Uh, so all costs, of course, go towards the accommodation, meals, tuition, and music packs, and venue hire, all this sort of stuff that all needs paid for. So in case you're wondering what you're paying for, that's what you're paying for. So there you go. Definitely worth checking out. If you are a young piper or drummer and you do live in the southwest of Scotland, why wouldn't you go? You know, 12th to the 14th of January? Definitely. Yeah, I'd be all over that, except for I'm too old now. Oh, I'm such an old fuddy-duddy. Right. On to more CD releases. Let's first of all talk about the legend that is Mr. Ross Ainsley. Yeah, he's finally announced that he's going to be releasing his solo album. His next solo album entitled Sanctuary. So first of all, we had Doogie releasing his. Now we have Ross. He's releasing his as well called Sanctuary. This is now available for pre-release on pre-order. You can go to rossainsley.bandcamp.com. Now, I have sung Ross Ainsley's praises on this podcast until 
until I'm nearly blue in the face. If you haven't got anything at all in your collection by Ross Ainsley, <coughs> what are you doing listening to this podcast? You call yourself a piping fan. <laughs> I'm joking. Trust me on this. If you are a piping fan of any means, you have to check out Ross Ainsley. Be you a complete Peabrook fan or just a piping and drumming fan, and you're not much into the Celtic music, trust me, dip your toes in the water. Ross Ainsley produces some of the most amazing music. Him and his partner both, you know, the partner in crime and the do the duo act together, Ali Hutton. Those two guys are, of course, protégés of the late, great Gordon Duncan. And you know how all of us piping and drumming fans all look up to Gordon Duncan for all of his compositions. Well, these guys are doing kind of the same. You know what I mean? They're from the same cloth, if you will. So here we are, Ross Ainsley, releasing another album. So definitely going to be worth checking out, I feel. So that's again, for pre-release, you can go and grab a copy early and get it on pre-order. So that's rossainsley.bandcamp.com. Now... Let's talk about this. There's something on here. He gave a big note on his advertisement. He says, now, when buying this pre-release physical copy only, you will receive an exclusive code to download the full album as one continuous track. Okay? Now, I'll say that again. You'll receive a code to download the full album as one continuous track. So normally, whenever you get an album, there's like, what, 10, maybe 14 tracks on there. And you just flick from tune 1 to tune 2 to tune 3. But this album that Ross has made is supposed to be one solid body of work. So that in itself is kind of interesting. He says here that this is the way the album is designed to be listened to. It's how it was composed and how it was made. So one continuous track from start to finish. That's going to be really interesting. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. So definitely worth checking out. Ross Ainsley, Sanctuary, it's available for pre-order now. Go and check it out. Okay, let's talk about the Peat Bog Fairies. We haven't talked about them in quite a while actually. But the Peat Bog Fairies are releasing an album. Yeah, another CD release. Isn't it weird how they all release it just this side of Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> the Peat Bog Fairies are about to release a live album called Live at 25. Yeah, given that the band is so renowned now for their live performances, a live album was thought to be the best way they could celebrate 25 years in the road. So, the Pete Bog Fairies, they're two times winner of the Live Act of the Year at the Scots Trad Music Awards, and they received a nomination for Best Live Act at the BBC Two, uh, Re- BBC Radio Two Folk Awards. I could just about talk. Uh, so this is one CD that you're definitely not going to want to miss because these guys bring such an energetic live performance that it's award-winning, and they've captured it now on an album. So, I, myself, already have a copy of this album ahead of the release, so thank you, first of all, to the record company for providing it, but I have to say, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, it's awesome. These guys bring a fusion of modern dance music and everything, along with traditional music with fiddles and whistles, and not, of course, bagpipes. So, yeah, definitely worth checking out. If you haven't listened to any of the Peat Bog Fairies yet, where have you been? Again, they've been on the road now for 25 years. These guys are kind of a mainstay in Scottish traditional music. So, of course, well, yeah, they were winners of the 2016 Landmark Award at the Scots Trad Music Awards for their contribution to Scottish music. So, to win a Landmark Award, as well as all these different live act awards, these guys know what they're doing. So definitely going to, worth checking that out. Live at 25. It's quite a cool album, actually. To, to, ca- to capture that energy of the guys live, it's fantastic. So the album itself was recorded over two nights at the Hebridean. Hebridean, uh, I could just about talk. <laughs> Hebridean Celtic Festival. And it was full of energy. It was just awesome to hear the crowd all chanting and shouting and clapping. And yoo all the way through. It was class. So go and check it out, peatbogfairies.com for pre-orders. It's available on general release from the 8th of December. So there you go, get that in your collection. Right, 
Also, possible gifts for Christmas. The Belfast Tattoo. Yeah, I'm sure you guys were kind of sick of me talking about the Belfast Tattoo and how awesome it was. And if anything, I even done a podcast from the Belfast Tattoo. But yes, they've announced that they will finally be releasing their up-and-coming DVD, which features full-on edited performances of yeah, of the entire thing from start to finish. So for those of you who caught the highlights of the Belfast Tattoo on BBC Television, that was pretty well edited down because the show itself was maybe two and a half possibly three hours so the bbc had to edit that down into one hour so as you can imagine a lot of it got cut and was on the cutting room floor but if you decide to get a copy of this dvd you'll get the full thing from start to finish no cuts no edits awesomeness i have to say so yeah if you do want to go and check that out please go and check that's definitely worth a look because as well as having the full performance on DVD, or yeah, for the full thing with no edits and stuff, you'll get all the backstage goings on to include interviews with the acts and just to see what goes on, the buzz and everything. And yeah, that's all presented by me. <laughs> yeah, I was there with the camera crew and I was running around interviewing people backstage. And I think I've already spoke about that before on the podcast and how much fun it was. It was great to be able to shine a light in people's face and point a microphone and say, Hey, how was your tattoo? Um, yeah, awesome. It was so much fun and that will all be on the DVD. Definitely worth checking out. Go and uh, check the Belfast Tattoo on social media. They have a Twitter account plus a Facebook account. And details about the release date and how you can get your hands on a copy will all be up there. There you go. Right. A little shout out goes to Ravara Pipe Band. Ravara Pipe Band have put out on social media that they're having a very positive start to the winter. Now, Ravara has been kind of a talking point here in the piping world. As you know, they've been demoted down from grade one to grade two. Now, a lot of people would see that as a fall from grace, but also a lot of people would see that as a chance to rebuild. And that's exactly how Ravara seemed to be treating this. Rivara have said that they have had a pretty strong start to the winter season with a lot of new players joining the band from different sections both in pipe corps and drum corps. However, however, they are still keen to hear from pipers and drummers from around the world who are interested in joining the band for the 2018 season. So this is an open call for people to come and play with them. Now not often people get the opportunity to do this so, because we all know and love Rivara Pipe Band, yeah, so this is a great chance for someone who's up to taking the challenge to go and lift the sticks or lift a chanter with these guys. So, if you're interested in forming the ranks with the Rivara Pipe Band, now's your chance. Get in contact with the band through their social media, as always with most other pipe bands, or you can email them, of course, ravarapipeband at gmail.com. Very straightforward. Or, of course, you can contact us here in the Big Rab Show and we will put you in contact with Ravara because, yeah, Ravara Pipe Band pushing out for 2018. Yeah, promising big things there in grade two. It'll be really interesting watching this incoming grade this season, I think. Anyway, that'll be talked about, I'm sure. Yeah, as we look at our season preview, that's a show to come, hey? Right, that's it for the piping news. I can scrap. There's my script. It's gone. Phew, that's a lot of piping news this week. <laughs> See what happens whenever you kind of miss a week. There's loads of stuff to talk about. It's insane. Anyway, as I've said already, uh, yeah, the Big Rab Show Christmas box. We do urge any suppliers or manufacturers out there who would like to donate a prize, please do get in contact with us. I have to say that again. Give it an extra little push there. Because, yeah, we've already received quite a number and they're just amazing. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to get involved and get a little shout-out yourselves, then, yeah, definitely get in contact. Email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you go. Okay, it's that time. Time for me to finally kick up my heels, make myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com The little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter-owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. 
looking to book more gigs, or maybe you're just a busker looking for more work. House of Piping connects bagpipers with clients looking to hire. Member profiles include an image gallery, contact information, a link to your website, and audio-video recordings, all with full 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow for an exclusive membership discount. Again, that's houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow and get piping. Hello, this is Scott Wood and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Pipe Band Hub, promoting the pipe band scene since 2011. For all your news, results and performances, follow them on Facebook, Twitter and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from, make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone. Hello, this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes it is. Thank you very much. Yes, those are those little messages there for our wonderful patrons. Thank you very much. Now, topic of the week. In case you haven't guessed already by the the title of the podcast this week. I always do this. Yeah, I always think topic of the week is a big secret, but it's not. (laughs) The title of the podcast gives it away. And of course, it's Hearing Protection. I wanted to talk about it on the show because I've had experience of it myself about hearing and uh, yeah it's kind of been a bit of a topic recently because as you're all I'm sure you're aware a lot of pipe bands are currently burrowed away in band halls around the country and they're furiously working away trying to learn new material set new sound you know possibly picking out new instruments and all of this sort of stuff so People are indoors in the cold of winter, furiously working away, putting new material together. Now, it's always around this time of year that I feel that something always manages to get neglected. And especially become January, maybe February time, whenever you're on drums and you're, yeah, you're starting to break out the pipes now, and the chanters are in the, you know, the box and the, the drum pads get left in the car. It's around this time of year where you're playing these big instruments indoors that you really start to notice something. Now, possibly I'm just talking about myself, my own personal experience. But first of all, let's talk about hearing in general. Your ears. We are, as we are talking here, we are all fans of piping. Piping and drumming, that's what we know, it's what we love. But there has to be something said about it. It is loud. Now, that should not come as a surprise to anyone. It's loud. Yeah, whenever I was looking at this, I actually Googled to see if I can try and find some statistics. So let's look at it first of all. Yeah, so let me see. Indoor bagpipes can reach decibel levels of up to 116 dB. Now, that in itself is really loud, actually. Apparently, it's the equivalent to as loud as a chainsaw. Yeah. So imagine a chainsaw buzzing right next to you. 116 decibels. You know, that's not good. Plus, for me, myself, I'm a drummer. So snare drums apparently can hit up to 122 decibels. That's incredible. 122 decibels. So apparently bagpipes, when played outdoors, can reach over 90 dB. And, yeah, bagpipes can be recorded as far as playing as to 108 to 111 dB. 111 decibels been played outdoors. And apparently that's the equivalent to a pneumatic drill. You know, one of those things the guys use for digging up the road. Yeah, so bagpipes in themselves are loud. That's no mystery. Snare drums included. With coming in at 122 decibels for a snare drum... Yeah, apparently that the noise level of a pipe band has been noted to be the equivalent of that of a jet engine at takeoff. Now, I thought that was a joke. I thought someone was going, oh yeah, dead on. But no, it's 100% true because I've done a little bit of research on this. I, like, I've looked at numerous different websites, all on hearing loss and stuff. And apparently... 
bagpipes or pipe bands, apparently the musicians in the piping world are quite commonly suffering from hearing loss or damage. One of the main things, and this is possibly my experience, is tinnitus. You know that really annoying high pitch that you get? Yeah, sorry for freaking people out if you're listening to this in headphones. Sorry about that. But yeah, for years I remember it. Going to band practice on, say, a Monday night. Yeah? And you're there, and the, the guys have finally have pipes out. And you go, oh, right, pipes are out. Okay, guys, drums out. Let's go, we're having a go. And you had the whole core there. The drum core is wailing away. The pipe core is wailing away. Class. You have the whole pipe band, but you're indoors. And you're in a confined space. You know, trying to stay out of the cold, but what you're essentially doing is concentrating the noise level in one place. And then you walk out at the end of the night, you're in the car, and you can't hear the radio because all you have, all you have is that going on in your head. And then good luck trying to get to sleep that night in bed because all you have this going on. And see if you wake up the next morning and it's still there, you know you're in trouble. Because I think, from past experience, a doctor told me that if I experienced this tinnitus kind of wee kind of whistling noise, that if it continued for longer than two hours, I could consider myself to have had permanent hearing damage. And that is permanent. That's what I want to stress, and that's why I want to kind of talk about it here on the podcast. Because it's not just me. I know hundreds and hundreds of pipers and drummers out there who have experienced proper, I mean full-blown, hearing loss. Hearing damage, yes, but definite hearing loss. I have actually a couple of friends of mine who are actually deaf in one ear. Like, I mean, stone deaf in one ear because, yeah, where their drones are. And it's just through years and years of playing And eventually that ear just dulls away. And it's so heartbreaking. So, yeah, you know, as you get on in years, like, now me, I'm an old fart now. But, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. It's a big danger in the piping world. And whenever we play such loud, loud instruments, it's something we really need to consider. Now... Whenever I was looking at all these various different websites, they interviewed a bunch of rock musicians, blues, jazz musicians, plus people who play in orchestras. They also found, well, this is something that's really interesting, uh, people who play in rock bands and jazz bands and all the rest actually take care of their hearing better than those who play in bands with acoustic instruments. Those who have to plug a guitar into an amplifier somehow think to themselves, if I plug this bad boy in, I'm going to need to put something in my ear. So, yeah, these musicians look after their hearing better than those who play acoustic instruments because apparently they're not as loud. I disagree completely. But there you go. Yes, for those playing in an orchestra, say in a big symphony orchestra and such, yeah, they can reach the same sort of decibel level as a pipe band. But again, the same thing. None of them seem to wear ear protection. And I guess... In a way, I don't know what it is. Is it a macho thing? Do you know what I mean? Are you kind of seen as being weak to want to wear earplugs or some ear protection of some kind? Because this is my experience and it's what I wanted to talk about. For years, I have been going to band practice and I have been leaving band practice that night with my ears ringing. I mean, proper, full-blown, and I can't hear anything. People are talking to me in the car on the road home. And I'm, what? What? What are you saying? So I know <laughs> people were thinking, see that Rab after band practice? He's one ignorant sod. He wouldn't talk to anyone. But I, was, I couldn't honestly hear. So, yeah. Like, I've been to rock concerts and stuff before. And yeah, sure, for maybe half an hour or so, you maybe get the old mm, annoying thing. But at band practice, you know, when you're exposed to that level of volume for such a long time... Yeah, but yet all of us in band practice never once considered wearing ear protection. Granted, whenever I was playing in this small tiny band hall that comes to mind, it was like during the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. And yeah, hearing loss, hearing damage, and that wasn't really a flavor of of topic to talk about. But yeah, 
I don't know. I remember specifically one night that really stands out to me. Went to band practice and I was sick of my ears ringing. And I had asked one of the guys who works in a factory. And I says, look, you work in a factory, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I said, does your manager tell you you have to wear hearing protection? Yeah. I said, well, can you bring some in? What for? <laughs> I says, because... I'm sick of leaving here every night and my ears are ringing. I need something to stick in my ear. Well, you won't be able to hear what you're playing. I said, well, let me try it, you know, because I'm sick of the headaches and stuff, so let me try it. So he did. came to band practice and produced these little foam, foam little plugs, basically. Uh, I stuck them in my ear and I cut the volume down. And to be fair, yeah, it did muffle everything and I couldn't really hear too well. So mm, he had a point. But you know what? I left band practice that night without any ringing. I was able to chat on the way home. I had no headaches the following day. It was amazing. It was as if I just found something new and incredible. But I was laughed at at band practice. Everyone was staring and going, what's he doing? He's sticking stuff in his ears. Does he not need to hear what he's doing? Do you know what <laughs> Does he not need to hear? So I guess... Throughout the years, attitudes have changed. Especially now in the 2000s, whenever people realise now what the risks of hearing damage and hearing loss, especially to us musicians who need to hear, yeah, it's a big, big issue. So especially now, I have noticed a lot of the top flight bands, a lot of their players actually wear hearing protection. And you can, if you're looking for it, you can see it. They're all wearing specialist musician earplugs. Yeah, now I had to look into these because I didn't know much about them. And frankly, I've never used them. So, yeah, that interested me. And I thought, well, people are actively trying now to look after their hearing. So they don't leave band practice with that annoying squeal in their head all night. So I looked into these musician earplugs. Now, you can pay anything from, say, about £10, £20. I don't know what that is in dollars or cents where you are. But, yeah, you could pay, pay something that's relatively cheap. Or you could pay for these real professional, you know, audio, whatever, kind of in, <laughs> molded injection into your lug, into your ear. And these things are made to fit and stuff. And they're like two or £300. But they're incredible at the same time. Now, the difference between musician ear protection and the foam kind of stuff ones you stick in your lug if you're on a plane somewhere, these don't cut out the music. They just kill the volume. So you can still hear all the intricacies of everything that's around you while just killing the volume. That's all they do. And if anything, recently, this past week, I got a pair to try. Yes, I was asked to try these out because, yeah, with us being pipers and drummers, I was told, here, check these out, tell me what they're like. So, yeah, I, I plugged them in to my, in my head and I thought, yeah, is this going to be like sticking my fingers in my ears like it was for those little, what do you call those little foam boys? I don't even know the proper names for those earplug things. And to be honest, it was just as if, it, it, yeah, it was abnormal, but just everything was a little quieter. And it was incredible. So I could definitely see myself using them in a pipe band or even in a live performance in any kind of a thing like that. Say you were going to a nightclub or something. Even sometimes I've left nightclubs and your head's ringing. So I guess I've had it explained to me by a doctor about what this ringing in your head is. And that is basically your ears being damaged. Now, as you know, if you listen to loud music for a prolonged period of time, that's not good. But if you listen to it to the point where your ear goes, Yeah, I've had enough now, he's turned that off. Yeah, that's to the point where your ear actually, parts of your ear actually die. And that doesn't regenerate. And that's the worrying thing. Hearing damage is permanent. If you do, unfortunately, this has happened to a number of friends of mine. If you do suffer from tinnitus after a band practice or even going to watch bands at the weekend, if you suffer from it, perhaps take some kind of measures to try and protect your ears because that doesn't fix itself. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I would have to ask you, if anything, it's a recommendation from me. 
please look after your hearing. Because now, myself now, I'm in my late 30s, almost in my 40s, and I've been involved in the piping and drumming world now for all my life. Even I now can notice a difference. I'm having to turn things up a little bit. I'm having to listen that little bit harder for things. I know, I'm kind of sounding like an old man, but it's true. I definitely notice a difference in my left ear and my right ear, because for some reason, every time I was tuning drums... Even now, whenever I tune drums, I always turn my right ear towards the drum to hear it. I don't know why. It's always been a habit of mine. But I've noticed it as well with a lot of my piping friends, especially when they're tuning. You know, they would lean their head in that little bit more towards the drone to get the tone off it. So, yeah. I guess this all came... The whole reason I'm talking about it on the podcast is because, one, I was given these things to try out, and I just wanted to tell you... Hearing protection is important. Also, watching the Glenfiddich on the live stream, I noticed a good majority of the people competing used hearing protection. Now that tells you, first of all, the quality of the live stream. You were able to see such detail. But whenever you actually looked at their ears, which is a bit strange, but you can actually notice little tiny molded earplugs in there and you know those obviously are the professional ones you know that aren't supposed to look like big lumps of cotton wool on your ear but yeah these things definitely do the trick and then i decided to look through a lot of the pipe band performances at this year's worlds you know checked out the bbc site and stuff and yeah lots of pipe majors are wearing them in fact lots of the guys in the front row of the pipe band are wearing them a lot of drummers use them as well it's yeah it seems to be quite commonplace now for a lot of people to look after their hearing and if anything i can't praise that enough because there are so many pipers and drummers out there i know who have damaged their hearing through years and years of exposure to loud instruments now i have to say With me, I have young kids. I have a wee fella here in the house who is five years old. Now, I love nothing more than taking him to a pipe band competition at the weekend. But he constantly complains to me. Oh, da, they're too loud. Now, what we found is our wee lad, he has has got sensitive ears. He's pretty sensitive to loud noises. Uh, so say there's loud engine noises or something you know he's instantly putting his hands over his ears and complaining about it being too loud so with me being a piping fan and us being a piping family this is kind of strange and new to us how are we going to help this little kid uh, kind of enjoy what we do so we had to come up with a solution and if anything we didn't come up with it We were at the UK Championships this past year and we had a gentleman come up to us and say, "Uh, excuse me, but I couldn't help but notice but your kid had his hands over his ears. And we're like, yeah, it's too loud for him. You know, but there was nothing much that we could do. We're at a pipe band competition. It is what it is, you know. (laughs) He's either going to have to try and put up with it or kind of get used to the level of, you know what I mean? That's what we thought. But he says, no, no check these out and he got his phone out right and he says look my kids got these you have to get these too basically they were like a set of ear protectors for kids they were like big over ear cans basically big over ear headphones but they were like multicolor with little spots on them and different things you know for for kids obviously but we showed them to our kid and he's like wow i want those so now whenever we go to a competition We put these on. And he walks around. It looks like if he's just wearing regular headphones. But, yeah. He isn't the only kid, I have to say. There are loads of other kids running around with these headphones on. These big ear protectors. And they seem to be really comfortable. He loves them. He definitely doesn't take them off. Because as soon as he does, he notices a drastic increase in volume. And it's straight back on again. So, yeah. If anything, helping your kid protect their hearing as well can be important so i guess to cut a very long topic of the week short (laughs) you've heard enough of me rambling about this i want to know about your experience like everything else this is a two-way conversation i want to talk about hearing protection us as musicians we really do need to take care of our hearing i can't stress that enough because if you don't if you can't hear what we're doing then you can't enjoy it you know what i mean (laughs) 
Yeah, there is a visual aspect to what we do, granted. Okay, I'll give it to you tenor drummers, you know how to put on a show. But, um, yeah, essentially what we do is we love the sound of what we do. You know, as soon as someone strikes up a set of pipes somewhere, anywhere, you get that goosebumps, don't you? That feeling in the back of your neck and that just, mm, look at that, that sound, man. So that's what we want. You know, so why try and, I don't know, damage your hearing by going to band practice and leaving the hall every night with a wee? And you get up the next morning and it's still wee? Terrible. Yeah, I've been there and it's not nice. And even now, I still notice it the odd time when I would attend band practices or live performances and I leave and my ears are ringing and still doing that thing. And you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and things will be a little duller. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I guess, guys, very long story. But I wanted to talk about it and raise your awareness of it. In case you aren't already aware of it, apparently what they count as being prolonged exposure to loud noise or loud instruments is anything over 15 minutes. Now for those of you who are involved in piping and drumming, you all know 15 minutes worth of practice and you're only really getting tuned up. So most band practices, in my experience, last between 2 hours and 3 and a half hours. So 15 minutes... Is nothing. So, <laughs> like that's not even two medley selections. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Including your tuning time. So, yeah, I can't stress enough, enough. If you haven't already, please look into it. Granted, it may be expensive for some of the high-end kind of injection molded kind of made-to-fit kind of ones. They can be expensive. Not going to lie. But... Those little ones that you can pay maybe five, ten pounds for that cut down the volume level so much, trust me, they will really help. The set that I got was a very cheap ten pound and they came in a little plastic case and yeah, they just said hearing protection for musicians. And you plug them into your ear. They're not huge by any means. They don't look as if you're like stuffing cotton balls in your ear. Just looks like if you're wearing a set of earbuds. You know, if you were listening to this podcast right now, you could be wearing a set of earbuds. And that's what these kind of look like. And to be fair, the difference is night and day. And trust me, you'll thank yourself in the long run for spending that £10 so you're not leaving the band hall with your ears squealing. Because you can't get that hearing back. Yeah. So, a very serious message, I suppose, after a very long topic of the week. But it's something I'm passionate about because I have experience of it myself with a lot of friends suffering hearing loss. And I'm sure you guys out there in the piping world, you could probably identify with it. You may well know someone as well who suffers from tinnitus or constant ringing or even pain. I've heard some people actually experiencing ear pain as a result of exposure to piping and drumming for long periods. So... Yeah, that, that can't be pleasant. Plus, I've also heard for some people suffering permanent tinnitus, where they have a constant wee in their ear. I am so glad that has never happened to me. So glad, because that would really drive you insane. But it's the kind of thing that you can't fix. There's no operation, there's no pill, there's no tablet or medicine that you could take to get rid of it. And that's the thing. You really need to be so careful with your hearing. Yeah, so why wouldn't you invest that little £10 or whatever? Now, I'm not trying to sell you a certain product because there are hundreds of different versions out there. Uh, Go and check them out for yourselves. But there are so many ways that you can help your hearing. I would urge you to go and do that, please. Right. That's it for the topic of the week. If you have a particular opinion on the topic, and I'm sure you may, because I'm sure you guys would know at least one or two people out there who would have suffered from this, uh, please do get in contact. Email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And yeah, we'll bring your emails to the show. Plus, please do send us a voicemail. We haven't received voicemail in forever. In fact, I think the last voicemail we got was actually during the season, and that was ages ago. So we want to hear from you. Record a little message and just email it over to us, and we will definitely bring your voicemail to the podcast. 
and we'll happily play it out and hopefully answer your question. Right, that's it for the Rab Show this week. Many thanks to everyone for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already and this is your first podcast. Please do subscribe. Give us that all-important rating, of course, on iTunes. That really helps a lot. And, yeah, we'll check check us out next week because we're here every single week on the Rab Show podcast. (laughs) Until then, I can hear the opening rolls. It's time to go. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible World Championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current World Champions in Vararian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>